into his box. He just runs right in the pack. Oh, I wonder if he's got damage. Look at that tire almost went into the into the crowd as well. Almost went onto the front straightaway. Elio trying to get sneaky. And then Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Joined first by Graham Rahal. Graham, you won here a couple years ago. You've had some good results since then. What's it take to get back in victory lane this weekend? Well, I mean, I wish I knew I would have been back in victory lane a lot more before this. But, no, we're, we're solid. I think uh, we should be pretty strong this week. And we made as many changes as we feel like is right to start. And then from there, just got to modify and tweak and get better. But, yeah, I mean, we've always finished up front here. You look at the last few years, been top six, top five, four. Uh, on the podium a couple times, 1-15. We just need to figure out how to you know, qualify up front. I think we'll have a good chance at it. What's it take to be successful at a technical track like this? Making no mistakes. And this place really exemplifies that because it's uh, got a lot of elevation change. Makes it really tough. So mistakes are going to be critical and trying to keep it keep it on the dance floor. And, uh, you know, have a good solid weekend. I mean, Mother Nature looks like she's going to be kind to us this weekend. should be a good weekend. Uh, weather-wise, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but you know, just a uh, lot of elevation, a lot of blind spots around here. So keeping it, keeping it on the dance floor is always good. Lastly, this is the second race in a row you've had the Saturday evening practice after qualifying instead of Sunday morning. How'd you like it in Road America? Do you like it then, or would you prefer it Sunday morning, more close to race time? With the early starts, Saturday night's fine. You know, with the early starts, it's a good thing to have it Saturday night. So uh, for me, it's perfectly fine. Cool. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. Joined next by Ryan Norman. Ryan, welcome to IndyCar. Good to have you here. A couple years in Indy Lights, so you raced here before. You got to test here Last recently. Mm-hmm. How was testing? What was it like? Yeah, well, first off, it's great to be back here. Um, last week we tested here. With, I was with uh, Grosjean, and it was just the two of us. And, yeah, it was really great to get back in the car. Um, it was my first time with the aero screen because yeah. I, I tested back in 19 with Andretti. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was able to get up to speed really quickly. I got five sets of tires to get through, so really just tons of experience, tons of laps. Um, the lap times were pretty close, too, so I'm feeling confident going into this weekend. One of the big things we often talk about in testing is track conditions were way different, but I would imagine since it was just last week, they're probably pretty close to this weekend. Yeah, it was actually pretty chilly out, so it was very similar to today. I think the track's yeah. going to be very different on Sunday. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be almost 90 degrees out. And also, no one really ran the track before we got there. So the track was no very green yeah. for, for testing. Um, and obviously, you got all the Road to Indy stuff out there right now. So we'll also see how the, the Cooper tires go with the Firestone. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to kind of see where the track's at right now. So obviously, your deal came together what felt like last minute. How long did it take everything to come together from start to finish for you? Has this been... You know, a long time in the making. How did it? How did it unfold? Um, well, the journey here has definitely been, you know, long term. Um, it's been my end goal this whole time. Um, but the the deal with Dale kind of happened pretty much the week before the Road America race. Um, so I flew out to the shop right then on Tuesday, did the seat fit, and then spent the weekend with them. Um, but yeah, Peter Rossi's managed me this year and. Um, we were speaking with Dale, and obviously Dale loves to give shots to the young talent, and so I'm thankful, 
thankful for my shot, um, and he just uh, wanted to see what I can do in the car. So a realistic expectation this weekend is qualifying and race-wise, how do you think you can do after you know a, a day of testing and, and obviously learning from Roman and, and his experience so far this year? What's the uh, Where do you finish? Did you come home and you go, that was a good, damn good weekend? Uh, definitely qualify in the top 12, um, which I feel, especially with my knowledge of this place, and um, the only thing that I really had to work on at the test was hitting the peak of the tire. I kind of would hit it maybe like a lap late, lap or two late, so um, that's going to be kind of my main focus in these practice sessions is hitting that peak of the tire for qualifying. Um, once I do that, I feel like the lap times will be right there. Um, Grosjean and I were running same same pace with the worn tires out. So I think top 12 is realistic. I, I you know, Who knows what happens. I Obviously, I'm going to go for that top six. Um, and then obviously anything can happen in these races. They're long races, and um, I feel physically and mentally prepared. So I'm going to give everything I have. This is kind of my shot to see what I can do. Last question. Obviously, your teammate is technically a rookie although he's got years of formula one experience what's it been like to you know kind of work with him over the last couple of weeks learn from him was he able to offer some good advice oh yeah absolutely um i was able to look at his data during testing um and he's a really nice guy he's very open and you know open with what he's learned over his experience coming into the series and how I can apply and everything like that. So, yeah, he's been a great teammate. Ed's been a great teammate, too. Um, was able to spend – I was on the stand with Grosjean during the Road America race. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Really excited. Awesome, man. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Joined now by Felix Rosenquist. Felix, again, welcome back. How are you feeling, man? Uh, I feel good. Uh, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been – kind of busy trying to get back in shape and uh even if i haven't been busy working with racing it's been uh you know just a goal getting back here and and at 100 percent uh and it's worked well i had a lot of good people around me to to help me to feel better uh and yeah I, I feel just the last couple of days everything is it feels normal so in, the, in that moment i ever heard you say you kind of like close your eyes and brace for impact did you feel like uh, oh crap I might have broke something or did you kind of know right away like hey I'm I'm hurt but you know nothing's broken everything feels semi-okay it's kind of hard to know because normally in those kind of crashes uh when it's like a bizarre kind of crash yeah. you you get quite a lot of shock like yeah. you you don't that's why I knew like I couldn't trust myself if I was fine or not uh obviously I knew I could move my legs I could move my arms I I could turn my head and all that, but I had quite a lot of pain everywhere. So I was like, man, I'm not the one right now to decide if I'm fine or not. Uh, but yeah, like it's, yeah, it's a weird scenario. And, and when you start calming down from it, then you realize pretty much where, where you might have an injury or pain, but not, yeah, they, they realize pretty quickly that nothing is broken and uh, yeah, they did a good job with everything. What's it like being stuck at a, I don't know, 45-degree angle in a wall? Is it, you know, looking at the sky, is it kind of, like, scare you for a quick second there? Or is the is the safety personnel pretty much talking to the whole time, like, hey, you're good, we got yeah. you? No, I, I didn't really think to. Honestly, you don't really understand where you are. Because when you sit in the car, all you can see is, like, you're looking up and you, you don't really understand exactly the situation. But they did a good job explaining everything, and they talked to me, and 
it was fine. So uh, it was just a tricky place to get me out. That's it. Did you get any simulator work in advance of this weekend to just kind of get the feel of the car since you've been off for three weeks now, give or take? Yeah, we uh, we went to the simulator last week in North Carolina, Chevy simulator, and you know everything felt good. So uh, that was kind of a I was kind of nervous. You know, you never know if something's gonna feel weird, like jumping in the car, putting on the belts. Maybe you might get dizzy or something, but everything was good. So so we were all really pleased with that. You've obviously had success here before, almost your first win a couple years ago and a couple top tens. What makes this place, A, one of your best tracks, but also at the same time one of the trickiest places to race? I think it's just an interesting track. You know, it's uh, very tight and twisty, but it still promotes really good overtaking. Uh, we have a very special, you know, setup with fans here. You know, people come from everywhere and they seem to be really all like diehard IndyCar fans here and uh, yeah I think just that mix you know good race every year and uh, interesting track uh, really cool fans I think that that whole setup just makes it a unique event and, and that's why I love it awesome man well best of luck this weekend and hope you keep feeling good thanks man joined now by Pato Award Pato second the championship heading into mid-Ohio wasn't your most exciting race at Road America what what was a fuel mileage issue that just didn't didn't click the entire race? Um, well, yes, the fuel mileage was definitely kind of like handicapping us uh, towards the end of the race. Um, you know, and I wasn't the only one just dropping back like four or five places whenever that came into play. Um, and it didn't help that I had uh, like six or eight Hondas behind me, um, so I couldn't I couldn't really do much, but. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, we, we, we weren't the fastest in Road America. We, we never really got to that window of, of being very competitive. Uh, but I think we were on for at least a top five, top six finish if we didn't get into the issue of not being able to to make the race uh, if, if I didn't hit a, a very big number. So, yeah. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. Hi, my name is Andy Billman, and this is the Believe in the Land podcast, a weekly look back at the week that was in Cleveland sports. The highs. Oh, Guardians Club, Guardians Club. The lows. I've been asked on this channel all the time, when are you going to panic? Panic button's been hit. And everything in between. I directed a film that came out in 2016 called Believe Land. And we love our sports here in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you, God! Check in for weekly podcasts and so much more. What the hell was that tonight? All in, all day, every day. Go Cleveland, believe in the land. Now this weekend, how do you approach this weekend after last weekend knowing, listen, I need a couple more points to close that gap back up a little bit to Alex Pelot. Uh, a win would be fantastic, uh, but yeah, I just I need to outscore them as much as I can. 
Now, this is the, I asked a couple other guys this, this is the second race in a row you've had a Saturday evening practice after qualifying instead of Sunday morning. Do you like that setup? Does it give you a little bit more time to kind of think about things before the race comes around on Sunday? Uh, not really. I like, I like it before the race. So what, dif- what difference does it make having it on Sunday morning for those who maybe don't, yeah, don't understand? You don't have to sleep after it. You kind of just wake up, and it's straight to the race. But I feel like when you have it on race day, you wake up, you do that, you're back into, like, the feeling of everything, and then you get into the race. So, I mean, honestly, it's whatever. But if I had to choose from one or the other, uh, the only con and bad thing about having it on Sunday is that if you have a shunt, you might be in a very difficult position for the race. So how are you feeling about your odds this weekend right now for a top five finish? Granted, we haven't even started practice yet, but how do you, how do you feel heading into this weekend? Um, yeah, I'm kind of just waiting to see what, what we roll off in practice with. And, you know, hopefully we'll roll off strong like we did in, in Detroit and Barber and everything. And that will it will just make everything easier to, like, not rush through, through changes and stuff whenever you just don't roll off strong and, and you have to kind of yard sale the car. So your teammate Felix Rosenquist is back this weekend. He was telling us before you said before the race that you were going to win for him, and you pulled it through. So sort of like Babe Ruth-like, you're calling your shot. Was it rewarding to actually follow through on that? And what's it like having Felix back in the paddock this weekend? It felt damn good. Um, And I I miss Felix, man. I mean, we're like... Um, it, we're very close. I mean, even if we're not working, we're always hanging out together. Cause I, I just enjoy his company. Um, he, he's honestly, I, 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 I treat him like he's a brother. Um, and we just, we just enjoy each other's company. Like we just really get along, and we know what it is to work well together, and we know what we need to work well together. Um, you know, unfortunately, we don't really drive the same car because I drive completely different to what he drives. So sometimes setup changes are useless to me of what he finds and then what I find is useless to him. But I think in general, it's just it's good to have someone that's that's good, fast, aggressive, um, respects you, and you just get along with him. I mean, it's just it's nice to, to have him around. Yeah. Last question: You got a, essentially a month off after this weekend until Nashville. Any plans? Just relaxing, vacation? Yeah, I have to go to Italy for some uh, marketing stuff uh, for the team, and then I'm just going to chill out. I think we have a test. I don't know where. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't really paid attention too much to my schedule. I'm kind of just taking it as it goes because it's, it's pretty packed up. I get it, man. Well, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Renus, welcome back. How you feeling, man? How's the uh, collarbone? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, collarbone is strong, stronger than it's ever been with the titanium plates. So uh, now, like my arm's fine. I can just, uh, I could just go through life like I always did. So uh, I think it will not be a big issue in the car. And uh, yeah, we're gonna see how that goes. But I've been in the car in the simulator with no issues, and we changed the padding from the Hans device around a little for the rest. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be all right. And I think we can just. No, just like every weekend, go for the win. Uh, we've seen some drivers do a quick turnaround from a collarbone injury, but um, was there ever any thought that you maybe could do Road America, or is that too soon? Uh, I hope so. Like, if I was going to be cleared, I, like it was going to be super painful, but I could have tried. Um, but, yeah, like, I was there, and 
it just felt like very painful still. So I think it's a good thing we uh, we didn't drive and it all healed up fast for this race and uh, now we can just get the street going again. So from what I heard, you also cracked your helmet. You have that helmet on uh, on display at home as a reminder of uh, no. keeping that helmet? I forgot it in, uh, <laughs> in the ambulance, so uh, I think I think I got a picture from the from the fire department yeah. where they had like uh, where they put it like on the car. Yeah. Um, even though you've missed a race, you're still six in the points, I believe. Yeah. Is uh, is that still on your mind? Are you still still gonna try to get the championship this year? Uh, it's gonna be very tough. Yeah. Like uh, it's gonna be very very hard, but you know nothing's impossible in any car. So I'm just gonna give it all every weekend and see where I end up. Uh, last question from me. It's a little bit cool today. It's supposed to warm up throughout the weekend, though. So how are you going into approaching your first race back? Is it kind of easing, easing into practice today? or you? What's your uh, what's your plan of attack? Um, we got more practice than I'm used to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to do it like I always do, I think. Just, just race and uh, build it up a little. And, uh, yeah, just... I'm pretty sure I'm going to be back back on speed like as quick as I normally, normally am. Well, yeah. good luck this weekend, man. Thank you. Good to see you back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.